Episode 1. Episode 1 is this. God's Old Testament people are standing and, and looking up at a strange thing. Here's what's happened so far. God, through Moses, has rescued his Old Testament people out of slavery in Egypt, and now his people are traveling through a wilderness to their new home in Canaan. On their way, however, God's people begin to get a little distracted. They begin to grow a little ungrateful. They begin to complain and they begin to verge on rebellion. But while they are complaining, they notice that they are in a part of the land where all of a sudden these, these poisonous snakes are entering their camp, and some of these poisonous snakes are biting them. Some of the people are beginning to, they're, they're, they're dying. Immediately, God's people, they look to the Lord for deliverance. They they recognize how wrong they have been in their ungrateful attitude. They repent of their sin. And, and to rescue his people, God tells Moses to uh, manufacture a strange thing. He tells Moses to fashion out of bronze, to fashion out of bronze a, a serpent and then to take this bronze serpent and hang it high on a, on a pole so that everybody can see it. And then he says, anyone bitten by a snake, when they look in faith on this bronze serpent, they will live. Well, God's people with repentant hearts, they, they trust the Lord's promise that he's attached to this and so anyone who is bitten, they look upon this snake high up, hanging on a pole, and they live. Episode 2. Fourteen centuries pass by. Fourteen centuries. It's nighttime in Jerusalem. And a confused man is encountering a strange thing. This confused man is not used to being confused. He, he's highly educated. He is a, one of the most highly respected men in all of Jerusalem. He's wealthy, he's influential, he's powerful. His name is Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Nicodemus is a prominent religious leader. But on this particular night in Jerusalem, he finds himself just lost in this profound discussion that he's, he's having with this un unusual teacher who came out of the, out of the north, out of the backwoods of, of Galilee, and, and as Nicodemus is, is struggling to grasp the, the ramifications of, of what this unusual teacher is, 
is saying. This teacher who's, who's causing quite a stir, not only in what he is teaching, but also in this, this reputation that he has for performing miracles. Well, while Nicodemus is just struggling to, to get his head around all that this, this Jesus of Nazareth is saying, Jesus takes the moment to point Nicodemus back 14 centuries to that moment that Moses had with the snake up on the pole. Referring to himself as the Son of Man, Jesus says this. He says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Then in the darkness of that Jerusalem night, Jesus says this to Nicodemus. He says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Episode 3. Episode 3 is a miserable man encountering a strange thing. This miserable man has a lot going for him. He's, he's bright, highly educated, popular, respected. His name is Martin Luther. But Martin Luther is a miserable man. The reason he is so miserable that is this. He has done everything. His religious leaders have told him to, to find peace of mind and heart and to find a fulfilling life. He's done everything. His, his religious leaders have told him to, to find peace with God. His religious leaders have told him that from little on up that, that if you do everything you possibly can to live a good life for God, you'll make it. You'll have peace with God. You'll have a sweet, peaceful, fulfilling life. And Luther has done this. He has done it. In fact, he, he gave up a promising uh, career as a lawyer in order to devote his entire life to full-time work in, in the organized church at this time. And again and again, Martin Luther throughout the, the, these years has driven himself to physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, emotional exhaustion. And yet for all of that, Luther still knew that the idea that, that, that all of that had somehow made him just an, so awesome before God that, that God would be so impressed that somehow he had transformed himself into a holy, perfectly good person. In Luther's mind, that was just a sick joke. Luther's problem was that He was too honest. He was too honest. He 
he, he knew, he knew what he really was in the eyes of God. He, he could not play mind games with himself. He could not somehow talk himself in, in, into presuming that someday when he stood before God, that God would look at him, that this holy God who demands holiness in return, that, that God would look at Martin Luther and say, oh, Martin Luther, you are so impressive. You, you have my highest grade. All is well, Martin. Luther knew that for sure. And so Luther was miserable. Everything he had tried to do to, to find a fulfilling, meaningful life with peace of mind and heart, peace with God, it had all come to nothing. He was miserable. He was anxious. He was angry. He, he, he was bitter. But then he encounters a strange thing. He receives an assignment to teach at a new university that's getting underway. His assignment is to teach the Bible. And over time, it didn't happen right away, but over time as, as Luther prepares his lessons, he meets on the pages of the Bible he meets a Jesus very different from the Jesus he thought he knew. On the pages of the Bible, Jesus, Martin Luther meets the same Jesus who had that extraordinary meeting with Nicodemus that night in Jerusalem. Martin Luther meets the same Jesus who says to Nicodemus, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The reality of who Jesus is does not leave and did not leave Nicodemus the same. For as Jesus from that night with Nicodemus, as he went on and, and when the, the day came when Jesus was lifted up on the cross, to suffer and die for the sins of all people of all time, Nicodemus stepped forward and helped bury Jesus' body in a borrowed tomb. But then to the shock and delight of many, many, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, three days later, rose from death. The reality of who Jesus is did not leave Martin Luther 
the same. So gushing with joy and relief and gratitude over knowing that, that, that through faith in what Jesus has already done, that he, Martin Luther, now stood accepted and, and forgiven and, and loved and embraced by God. So gushing with gratitude and joy was Martin Luther over all of this that Luther then spent the rest of his life proclaiming the good news of what Jesus has done, and he did it with all that he had and with all that he was. Which brings us to episode four. Episode four is you and me. In this moment, you and I are encountering strange things. At a time when, when much of the world around us seems to insist that the way to peace of mind and heart and the way to a, a meaningful, fulfilling life is it's in you, that it's in you and it's in me, whether it's making sure that you, you make a comfortable life for yourself or that you're healthy enough or that you're wealthy enough or that you become prominent in, in whatever circles you you walk or, or that you can take part in, in curing some of the, the ills of, of society at a time when the world around us seems to insist that the way to a fulfilling life and peace of mind and heart is within. Along comes Jesus. And as he sat down with Nicodemus and as he sat down with Luther, he now sits down with you and me and he looks you and me in the eye and he says, God so loved the world and he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Before us is a strange thing. Before us is the message that peace of mind and heart is in Jesus. Before us is the message that, that peace with God is in Jesus. Before us is the message that, that full forgiveness and a life of meaning is through faith alone in Jesus. Before us is a strange thing. But this strange thing is a wonderful thing because this strange thing, the gospel, is true. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Amen.